Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting, fantastic episode of Red Jacks On with me, Rick. Me, Tali. Me, Fraser. And me, Sirhan. Hey. hey. It's weird going first. I don't like going first. It's, it doesn't go next. <laughs> I didn't know who was going to go next. I was like, do I go next? It's Fraser. What the hell's happening? Well, like, you two always seem to like hold out. So I think if I just jump in there quick, I'll always yeah, be second if I'm not first. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> All right, boys. So I thought for this week, spice it up a little bit. And rather than do like a normal thing about something else, I thought we would do a podcast on us, kind of, more specifically about Kingsby, if you hadn't already picked up the clues. So I thought, um, because, you know, we've been mates for a a long time. And I think it's kind of rare that you have mates like us who still chat and get together and hang out and everything and do stuff like this. After however many years we've known each other, so I thought, you know, it'd be a, a nice little backstory, getting letting our three listeners learn about us a little bit. So, I like that. That's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? Yeah, no. I don't know. We're doing it anyway. If, um, if there are other like, like what's what's the sort of longest running kind of friendship group kind of thing? Because I I I have friends from primary school. Obviously, you guys. Um, Rikesh and, and Sirhan, anyway, you you guys went to the same primary school. Yeah, I don't know if we were uh, friends in primary no, school. No, we, no, we, we, we were friends. friends. You knew we acquaintances. <laughs> I knew you as a <laughs> before I knew what the word <laughs> meant. Like, I know Fuck we had a C word. Every C word, I got a bleep. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch into it later. But yeah, between, I think, <laughs> let's say that there's about seven to eight of the core group. Um, and I know that at least between me, Rick, Chris and Videsh, we all went to the same primary school. Yeah, explains a lot. Yeah, it really does. Oh, like all a bunch of kind of um, <laughs> bleep it, bleep those, it. Those friendships sort of um, stick out because yeah, even even now we're in different parts of the country and everything. I wonder. Yeah, those kind of stick together if they do. I mean, you don't. I don't actually meet many people who are like our age that are still in touch with their high school friends like it's actually quite it's quite rare like most people make their their lifetime friends at either university or just at work like in the working world so like it's actually kind of mad like because it's not just us four obviously you've got like uh Videsh as well Chris Danny I mean Cash Ty like we're all like a band of brothers. Like we can go years without speaking sometimes, but you know, there's always that thing of when we get back together, it's always like, Hey, like we, you know, straight away in for a hug and stuff like that. It's never awkward. Like, I think there is a, a love there. That's what I love. I hope. Like our group of friends, especially like we can go years without actually seeing each other. But then when we do all meet up eventually, like Sirhan's birthday, I hadn't seen most of the boys for God knows how long. And then seeing them all again, it was just like nothing had changed. Like, it was just still kids in school, just having a laugh, having a drink and everything. It was like we didn't skip a beat. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of rare that we have that kind of relationship. I do think like our year group in particular as well, <clears throat> had a, had a, like some very different characters, even just reading through this book and the people who signed it. It's like we, I, I feel like we were a different year you know, mm-hmm. like compared to the ones above or the ones below, and we were the like, we even, were the best. Yeah, I would I would say <laughs> <laughs> we were just the best. Let's just put it out there. We I were. do I do know that um, 
like the the football lot, uh, the guys who are all in the football team, they all still uh, get together and meet. Yeah. Them stuff like that so that's sick. and yeah at least at the very least i think there are people that that even if it's just one other person from kingsbeat they still keep in touch so yeah well i mean we even had i don't know how many years ago is this when we all went to spoons and it wasn't just our core group we had loads of just kingsmead people come and we all touched base and it was nice like we all really did kind of just get on still people even we didn't over overly like hang out with at the time but we would have grown up. We we're in our twenties, and we're like, "Hey, how's uh, adult life treating you?" Yeah, yeah. Everybody crossed paths at some point, I reckon. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, definitely. I think we were both blessed and cursed as a year group, and I kind of say this to a lot of people I meet when they're like surprised about how close we are because you know, like, I, I always put you guys first. If like there was ever a time where we were going to and shed or whatever but something else was happening in loot and I'd be like, ah, I've already made plans guys. There was nothing that was going to stop me coming to see you guys. Cause you're like my brothers. But mm-hmm. I always explained it to him. Like, I think the loss of, I'm sorry to get sad. Um, but Christina and Ike, I think those two events, I think they definitely felt it for me, but especially when Ike died um, being, you know, 15 or 16, or uh, I think he was 15 at the time. I think that kind of just brought the whole year together as a fuck. This is such a short life. You know, there is no time to be mean to each other. There's no time to be, you know, bullies and stuff. I think it kind of was this massive wake up call for all of us to kind of band together. Mm. And, you know, I think it was a, you know, a silver lining in a very dark cloud, but I do, I do appreciate that we had that maturity at that age to kind of go, no, these, these people who we love to be around, it's not just that we love being around them. It's that we love them. And that's how we should always, you know, always treat them. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I think that that was a big thing in our year group. An event like that will do that. Yeah. It stops you taking things for granted. I reckon, even if it was mm-hmm. subconscious decision on all our parts, you know, being so young, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, we, we were young adults at that time, but we're at school. We're, it's, so, it's so easy and, it, it, as it should be to be the kid and the adult. But when something like that happens and you all kind of, to put it in a way, like to kind of man up together, to kind of like to take it on the chin, like mature up and lean more on the adult side of our growth at 15, 16 years old, that maturity was, like you said, those sort of little bullshit frictions and, and little contradictions like you just kind of put it aside because like no we're all grieving we had a, a you know big assemblies about it we were in black ties like um, you know and even the teachers bless them didn't push us like, i remember sitting in class and there's meant to be class that was studying in, and they were like if you just want to sit down quietly that's fine and we just sat in so many cl- classes just quietly we weren't studying we, teachers weren't teaching because they were like take this time for yourselves and we just chatted so that's something I think in the overall and reflection of our year, obviously in the dynamic of ourselves and our friendships, like I know we've got stories and I know that if we could easily pull up even one of the other lads and it would be a complete different story versus if we had like seven, eight of us here. So I know Rickish is hosting, but I'm asking more out of curiosity of what is your guys' memories of like when we when we all met we didn't all meet in one go we all met at different stages of our lives and then came together that's a good question <laughs> that's a good question it's weird for me right because 
we we like us as a group like i wasn't really overly in your lodges because you guys used to hang out more because you was on the same side of the year right yeah we had two sides um, of the year yeah 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 so yeah we had two sides of the year and you guys were on one side i was on the other side so it sounds so segregated like, I, I know it was crazy it was. but um like i i had like the my half of year friends but we only kind of meshed that much when i think it was year 11 or maybe like year 10 when i think we was mixing classes for gcse's and was like having mm-hmm, mm-hmm. students from the other side and everything and that was when i started to have like i think charlie was in my drama class i had danny was in my art class um i don't think i had any classes with fraser i don't think i had okay. any classes with Sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know I think, I think um i think that around that time allowed our side of the year to pick some of the the cooler people from your side of the year. Filter. Filter you still weren't picked, Rick. Yeah. You were still one of the last to be picked. Yeah. <laughs> no tracks. No tracks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it was like, um, what we used to walk to school. I think it was like, what, GCSE time. And um, I was still friends with Vidash. And then every morning, me and Vidash were like, all right, cool, yeah, you know, we're going to meet up. We're going to go for walks. So we'll, we'll walk to school together. And then Sirhan just happened to randomly tag on in onto no, these. No, 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 no. It happened to no, randomly don't tag on. It, don't switch it. Don't switch it. Don't Vish switch it. invited me. Vish invited me to the wash to piss on you. It was a certain street corner. Sirhan would just sort of merge himself. Hey guys, I know you guys. Primary school. Yeah, I think it was from there. Like, and we just kind of started hanging out with Sirhan, and then eventually, I kind of got introduced to you guys, and then. I think it was Portugal. I think Portugal was what kind of solidified the friendship mm-hmm. group that we have now. Yeah. And um Yeah. And that was it. That that was that was kind of my introduction. Just kind of trickled in a little bit throughout the years. I do I remember being really excited when you turned up for Portugal. Portugal was when you surprised us, right? Or was that no, Spain? No, that was Spain. That was Spain. Uh, so they had a lot of time passed by them. Yeah. I think Portugal was a really good bonding uh time for us because there were like certain little clicks in our in our big group that like I think at the time, if me and Videsh went and done something on our own, it would have been a bit like, so uh, how's it going? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we didn't speak much. Like, you know, we didn't really have a lot in common. But Portugal kind of, yeah. I mean, I remember loving Videsh in Portugal. And I remember him saying like, oh man, I, I really got along with Charlie this holiday. And that meant so much to me because it was like, I was close to a lot of you already, but Videsh was like one of the only ones who I didn't spend a lot of time with. Yeah. So yeah, Portugal was a great, great holiday for us i think it really solidified it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, you yeah um yeah it's it's kind of I, I did meet you all at all different times so the first person i would have met would have been charlie um because craig was in my form um who's now called sky and yeah Glad day. we we used to get along uh pretty well and i i I'll never forget it <laughs> I remember it so clearly. We went on that orienteering trip. Um, I think that was a year seven thing. And so. um Craig was like, Oh, this is my friend Charlie. Um, it was like we're gonna we're gonna buddy up. And I was like, You he was like, buddy, and I was like, buddy, and then that was it. <laughs> and that was it. After that. Fifteen years later, we're still buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's like uh, things like Beetlejuice. Like if you say if you both say buddy the right amount of times your friends but if you say enough times you undo the spell oh oh that's sad oh, thanks for telling i thought me. you meant he was going to appear you know i didn't think he was just gonna not be friends anymore <laughs> mate if we had that power we would be constantly just be like charlie charlie, charlie. Poof! you'd be like mate oh, 
Sad, I was in the middle of sex. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I know. You knew as well, I told I you. I knew, I knew, I knew. I, I could feel it. I was jealous. I wanted you guys. Um, sorry, Fraser, sorry, Fraser. I, I remember meeting Rikesh through Videsh. Obviously, you've been on that on the other side of the year. Um, but yeah, I, I can't remember many opportunities where we where we hung out before Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, and no. Sirhan, I don't know when you appeared, mate. I <laughs> know when I appeared in your life, Fraser, and I will tell you <laughs> it, after. It son. must have been with, <laughs> along with, with Charlie or along with... Um, no, no, along no. with Vidash and Chris, so... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Go on. Was, was, tell, was this, tell me. Enlighten was me. This the, is this the, the Greg right. story? Uh, I'm rolling the, up the sleeves. I'm rolling up the sleeves. Now, this isn't about Fraser. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump, but I'm gonna first start from the very beginning. My first memory of one of you. I'm. Mean, let me take you back to the early nineties. Oh, okay. Fuck you, no, here we go. Right. All right. I woke up. No, no, no. Primary school. We're all sitting outside on the floor. We're in queues of our class. I'm sitting at the back of the class. Okay. This is like mid primary school so year three year four sitting down and i How see rickish um we gotta be like under 10 right under 10 no right? under 10 12 11 10 so about eight or nine years old okay. it could be a little bit younger or older but let's say mid primary school sitting at the back of the class i see rickish on my right and i knew of him didn't know him sitting at the back of his class and he's looking at another kid i think it was alex tony. or the italian guy tony tony, tony. and rickish is doing all of these hand movements, right? But I mean, fast. And it's like, they're both looking at each other and they both look like they know what they're doing. I'm like, cool. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? They're like, tap, 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 tap. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tap, 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 tap. So I'm looking at him. I'm intrigued. I'm like, they fucking like, they're doing like sign language. What is going on? So I look at Rikesh to be like, hey, what are you doing? And he just looks me dead in the eye to be like, get the fuck out of my conversation. He just goes, Ugh. It just gives me the finger. Right. <laughs> if he hasn't changed. He Mate, hasn't if, changed. If you remember that, if you remember giving someone the finger in primary school, that was like, <gasps> whoa. Like, that was a deep cut in my school. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, you are a C word without knowing what that word is. You know what? I remember, <laughs> I remember this happening. I remember it was in the playground. We all set this lined up in our, in our form sitting down. And I was doing some bullshit. I remember you. I remember you. T- I don't remember if I remember if it was you. Someone would turn to me. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I just I remember giving you the finger. I was like, and I instantly erased you from my mind. Like, who the fuck is this guy again? My shit. Wow. And I just wow. carried on. I just carried on talking to Tony. And like, that's, that's that how it. it felt. That was it. That that was the memory, right? And then Videsh was like, uh, uh, my mum and her mum were friends, so I just still didn't know. Him, and Chris was friends with Vid. I still didn't know them. Now we jump like how many years later? Now we're like secondary school yeah now we're going into like gcse days we're walking to school and vidish goes to me look let's walk to school together we're neighbors i don't even know how me and vid kind of started to talk and it was like rikesh is gonna come with us it's like do you remember rikesh and then that memory popped into my mind and then i had the word i was like fucking and i was like oh, you know what it's been like over 10 years maybe something's changed let me give the guy the benefit of the doubt but we're walking and vidish is in between us he's the bridge and i think it was with rick it was when Videsh started to do double science after school. So me and Rick started to have to walk home kind of by ourselves if we didn't want to wait. And Assassin's Creed was coming out. So we were like, hey, I like games. Do you like it? And Assassin's Creed was like the first real conversation. And that's kind of what 
took it on for me and Rick. Um, and then you guys going to uni and moving away, me and Rick were the two left. And I always say we were friends of circumstance. <laughs> right? And it was it, it, it worked, you know, you know, brothers and all. Uh Vid, yeah, obviously knew him from school. Now, Chris and Fraser, I met around the same time. They started to intervene because Vid's walking back. Vid did take pity on me, and I must have been like, I feel sorry for him, man. Like, you know, he's a low, let's walk. So we're walking back home in the same direction, and every single day, Chris and Fraser would happen to not have any money, right? And I always happened to have a bit of extra pocket money from mum and dad. And we would go to Greg's and me being the person I am, and you know I am to this day, if I love you, I will feed you. So I'm like, I want to make these friends. So I'm like, guys, uh, I'm going to get some Greg's. Oh, oh, I forgot my money again. Really? Again, Fraser? Again, Chris? Yeah. And every day I would buy these guys Greg's, right? So, this, do you know what this sounds like? It's not on us, okay? <laughs> You bribed us into your friendship. It was probably both ways. It was both ways, right? But I remember <laughs> with Chris kind of going to vid, like, not in front of me, but I, I we spoke about it after very openly and jokingly. Chris been like, for fuck's sake, do we have to hang out with this guy? Like, can't we just walk home together? Like, why are you bringing him? Like, Come on, man, just allow him. Like, he lives close to us. But with Chris... Um, we started to go around each other's houses and then it was Lee Evans. This was around the time we were booking Portugal. When Lee Evans started to come out, me and Chris would sit in each other's rooms and watch Lee Evans. And that was the basis of our relationship. Just pure like banter of Lee Evans and playing the guitar and hero. And that's how our friendship really developed on our own. Um, obviously, Ty, we met at school. He, he came in as a transfer. I'm coming to you because Charlie was the first... <laughs> was the first friend I made within the group. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Charlie was the first person I ever met. Um, he was my first love. But um, yeah. no, yeah. Charlie was the first person I met. I met you, Chaz, about 15, 14, 15. And it was, Charlie had FIFA Street and I had 20 pounds and unlimited Capri Suns. So we were like, Charlie was like, all right, give me, Give me 20 quid for it. It's a new game. I'm not playing it. PS2 days. And just give me... I used to get two Capri Suns a day. Uh, and he was like, just give me one Capri Sun every day. And then through him, Charlie was the bridge where I met sort of the rest of you guys and sprinkled into a little bit more of Danny and, and, the, and the rest of everyone. But uh, as everyone already said, it was Portugal that kind of that kind of broke down all those bridges. That was make or break. Like, I know you through you. I know you through him. Friend of a friend. But it was like, can we hang out together and alone? And Portugal knocked all of that down. We were like, we can all be friends no matter how you mix it. Um, yeah. I think we was, all made yeah. individual memories in Portugal. Like, yeah, in little groups and, just, and stuff. And just not to forget, Danny and Akash was like a pairing. So they kind of came. It was like a bit Dude, of a Turk and JD moment. They came together. The A-levels, right? Yeah. Yes. After A levels. Yeah. 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 Hey, oh, was it? Oh, so we were my friends before. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, my mistake. We went to Portugal after we'd finished GCSEs. Yeah. That's before yeah. Our, our, no, no, before no. It, I'm sure it was. It was before. After, after it was A levels before is when we went to Spain. I think. Spain. Yeah. I think that's no, how we, I remember it being. No, we went to. Hold on. Maybe it was uh, AS and A two because all I know is we years. were. Yeah, but. We left school at 18 to go to uni. We wouldn't have gone to Portugal before 18 because we couldn't have drank. We, we had definitely to went 18. to no, we definitely went to Spain I think we at the end of sixth form. Okay. No, I don't think so. 
No, no, no. no I, think, I think he's right. I think he is right. I think he really. No, 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 because we finished everything and we had the summer break, but we were like, we don't have anything to do till we go to uni. We're done now. We're done. And Spain was sort of like the next year where after we all went to uni and we still, we all still stayed in contact. Yeah. That's how I remember it. I know as well because, um, because Videsh helped me pay to go to Portugal and I used. <laughs> Videsh. Yeah. I used my lunch money. Um, to pay him back, yeah, and that same was, that same. was oh, hilarious because me and Vid, me, Vid, Chris, and Cash kept going to the estate uh, travel agents after school every day in Enfield Town. But me yes. and Vid had credit cards and debit cards, we had our savings, so we paid for everyone and everyone paid us back slowly. But it made me laugh because he just Videsh at one point became like the Mauritian mobster, like he became the Stewie of the group. Because I remember him pat- not patronizing, but like pushing child, like, Where's my money? Yeah. Where's my yeah, money, Charlie? Real. I'm still waiting for my money, Charlie. If Charlie's all right, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay. <laughs> Mate, do you know what? It, as you said earlier, like when you used to buy uh, Fraser food, right? I, it was a big jump for me because like, I'd been around to Fraser's house and I've been around to Craig's and I've been around to a few other people's houses and stuff. Um, and like after school, just hung out. But when I went around to yours, it was the first time that I went to a house that was just like super clean and super. You know what I mean? Mine. Not saying that Fraser's house was dirty, but like <laughs> similar to my house, it was just like there were kids running around, there was noise everywhere. Sahan's house was so peaceful and like there was food everywhere and it was like, <laughs> oh, you don't have to, they're just giving me snacks. You know, it was, and, it was and crazy. You were scared to touch too many people. Yeah, yeah, you felt like you didn't want to, you, you had to take your shoes off or someone was going to really tell you off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, th- I feel like, yeah, that was the difference. Like, as you said, you and Vid kind of had like savings and stuff. Me and, I don't, well, not speaking for you, Fraser, but I mean, I definitely didn't have savings. My EMA money, my £30 a week that I got was essentially all I got. Bro, and so, EMA screwed me, man. Oh, really? Did you not get it? Because obviously I had my, my little brother and my little sister and uh, my little brother was born when I was 17 um, but they don't take that into account so my mum's wages were above a certain amount I only got 10, 10 pound EMA Ooh, I didn't get EMA at all you didn't get I, didn't get, I didn't get EMA but yeah that's Damn, yeah, money. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. I need it. No, definitely not. Uh, by the way, EMA is like a government funded back in the day sort of thing that they'll give to students if you're yeah, like 30, uh, 30 pounds money. max a week, depending on your income or whatever. And 30 pounds was a lot of ass money, man. Back like, in the was... day, dude, 30 pounds was a lot. It, it wasn't that much, guys. It, it literally bought me lunch for the week. And as soon as I had finished Portugal money, that's where that went. <laughs> oh, I remember that stage because I remember going McDonald's and because we had the student card, we'd get like a free like chicken mayo or something. Or we'd go Sainsbury's and I'd always share my lunch with Charlie. But like, Chaz, take the other half. And we would share sometimes like crisps and sandwiches and burgers and whatnot. Yeah, oh, I appreciated it as well. Like another one is Cash. Cash used to really look after me. Like we used to walk over the hill every day after school. Ironically, his name was Cash, but he always had money. I never did, and it wasn't any. It wasn't a convenience thing, you know. It wasn't where I was like, oh no, I'm out of money, so he'd buy me stuff. It was like genuinely, my stomach's rumbling. We're popping to the shop because Cash wants something, and he'd always be like, come on, man, pick something up. What do you, you know, what do you want? What do you want? I'll buy a chocolate bar or something. And yeah, you know, it, this is honestly, this is the group of friends we have. I think if any of us had loads of money. It would always be that way anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if anyone's outweighing the other, we always just balance each other out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my, my point before is going to be like, even these 
these interactions before Portugal were really like the threads that started to sort of tangle us together before being tied up by that mm. other day, I think. Yeah, yeah. We always had those lunch breaks, walking to and from school, um, Tuesdays where most of us didn't have any lessons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Music room, media room, theatre. Football. Pat ball. Pat ball. Hide and seek in the hall. Throwing game. I mean, oh my I do, god! I do feel like this is something we need to tell our listeners: is that we had a superpower at our school, and it's not even a joke. It was a superpower. So we had made a couple of music videos where, for some reason, one of them was well known. Everyone called us the Shake It guys because we've done it to the song Shake It, and. For some reason, the school was very aware that this is what we were doing. And so all we had to do is carry a camera. If we well, had a no, camera the, around the our head, neck, we could go anywhere. And like they had this, I mean, I think it was over a million pounds, wasn't it? The theater when they redone it. Like it was a big job. It was like very, very fancy looking. And we would just take a camera in there and say, yeah, yeah, yeah we're filming a music video. And we'd just play hide and seek for hours. <laughs> no, we, so would, we would take it to the next level of Chris was trained in this sort of uh, audio and visual side of things. So he would plug his phone in, put in music, get on the microphone, oh, yeah. and be like, I'm coming to get you. And they'd be like, oh my God. And we're like running around because we're old enough to be adults, but young enough to still be kids. We're at school. So we would do that after school. During school, we're making the videos. And... Mm because the head teacher loved it we were okay after school we're playing football we're playing the throwing game which is basically just dashing a ball at each other like a bit of a dodgeball vibe um and like playing it. and playing games like that and i'm talking we're walking to school together then we're doing all of that till like 6 p.m i'm going home eating dinner jumping back out i'm eating now vinesh and rikesh for an hour or two walk go back home chill out sleep get up and then go back to Do school the same like, again. that was and but that was around the time where it's like I don't want to take a day off. If I'm ill from school, I've missed something. Yeah. Call like yeah. you guys would be halfway for a project. But yeah, we started this, and then people started to come knock on our door. Like, hey, um, oh, you guys make some video. Do, do you mind if I jump in? Do you mind if I do this with you guys? And we made well a lot of this was um, like Charlie's sort of work of editing. I know Fraser jumped on it a little bit. It was like uh, superhero edited videos, trailers. Uh, stuff for our media classes and all um but yeah, yeah we literally spent monday to friday in everywhere we could and then saturday and sunday i'm pretty sure uh we definitely still hung out mm. yeah we got so good at media made that I, I think it was i think you done a couple as well but i edited yeah. about three or four different videos in the class like for their final projects mm. where they were like you know because they're directing and writing the scripts and getting the actors and whatever when it came to editing they were just they had no idea what they were doing. So a lot of the time they'd turn to me, uh, me and Sahan and be like, do you mind editing it for me? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. And we'd just take it on, do it, send it to them. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. And, you know, can you change this, can you change that? But literally like, yeah, we were that good at it. I mean, even after we left school, we had Miss Shackless and Miss Proud calling us both up, asking mm-hmm. how to do things. So that was a really, you know, realistically, we got really good at something, you know. We, we were really could, good at um, software. Definitely look yeah. I've got a lot of those videos, even though they're unformatted, on the on my hard drive because I copied and pasted the whole computer hard drive before I left. Um, and maybe we can compile a little video of just all of our youth, you know, old school highlights and random stuff that we can oh, love find. That. We could spend like a weekend going through it. That'd be good. Yeah, Mate, that'd be really fun. I, 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 it's a terabyte worth of stuff. 
If it was over back over two leagues, own power source. Yes, Rakesh, it's the hard drive that needed a power source. Yes, it still does. That's how long I've had it. Thank you. Fucking <laughs> prehistoric hard drive. Jesus Christ. Well, what have you got against my tech, man? It worked, <laughs> doesn't it? Just because I take care of my stuff, okay? It's not portable. That's what hard drives were at the time. It was like the size of a brick with two power sources, a coal furnace, and it does the job. Have you got the file <laughs> saved anywhere else, just in case that thing does stop working? <laughs> no, but I have recently used oh, it, and it's still fine. Maybe just put it on the PC and anyway, just create a little folder, just chuck them over. Because no one trusts your pre. Can you imagine? Oh, mate, that would be a that would be a horrible day in our friendship history. Is the day that Sahan lost all the videos? That the would be I've so got upsetting. Everything on that hard drive: the computer, the Portugal photos and videos, the Spain pictures and videos. Like I've got like a history. Oh, everyone's face, everyone's face was guilty. Like oh, oh. But, yeah, there's, that's a history book in there. I've got my auntie's laptop stuff on there my new laptop stuff on there there's about five different computers on that hard drive but uh yeah all right getting slightly sidetracked now and we're definitely about... gonna get sidetracked from this we're definitely, yeah, no. <laughs> well, we're like so i'll give you like, a room and then carry on with <laughs> ad break I mean, ad break ad break ad break kingsmead school a place of wonder excitement, innovation and creation. A school so advanced sending your children there will make them awesome. Don't believe me? Ask some of these parents. <laughs> I sent my little boy to Kingsmead School and now he's just so damn cool that he won't talk to me. I just want my son back. Harold! <laughs> I dropped my little girl off for her first day at year seven. And when she got home, she had like a six pack and she was like eight foot tall. I don't know what they're feeding them at Kingsmead School, but it, it must be some good shit. Don't hesitate to send your kids to Kingsmead School, the best school in the borough. Heck, maybe even the world. Kingsmead School, a place of dreams and wonder and sometimes failure. So just a brief little thing for our little our listeners on Kingsmead. We went Kingsmead, which is our, our local school, from 2003 to 2008. And then sixth form was 2008 to 2010. And then from there, obviously, we went uni or college or whatever. Um, the head teachers, when we started, Mr. Bird, who was a fucking legend, which then went to Miss Barry, who was, I've put here in Legend, she was great. <laughs> Uh, can I, can I just interrupt really quickly with a little factoid? Go on. Um, my, the boss of my old company, his dad was the head teacher before Mr. Bird. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, weird, crazy small rod. How old is he? Would have been a Mr. Davies. Wow. Davies. I remember hearing old, about right? Mr. Davies before Mr. Bird. You do? I remember people saying, "Yeah, you know, Mr. Davies was the the teacher before the head teacher before Mr. Bird." Uh, but apparently, Mr. Bird like had cleaned up the school. I think he, he reformed was it. Yeah, apparently there was, was good, pretty good, shit. Many good things to no, say. He, Mr. Bird reformed that school. I mean, I don't know how bad it was, but I remember going to Kingsbury at one point, and there was like police just walking around the school, or there'll be like year on year fights, school v school v school fights from other schools, and that was at year seven. By the time I got still, out, that still happened though. That's still no, it still happened, but it, it became prestigious now. It's an academy. It's got its own funding. And it's, it's, I know. Was it I, an academy? Know. Yeah. yeah. Kingsbury Academy, oh, academy now. now. No way. Performing yeah, this, I think, mainly. Awesome. Yeah. 
It was, sports, yeah, it right? was when we were there, wasn't it? Perform- it was a school of performing arts, but it wasn't an academy. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. Okay. Mr. Plowman is still the senior deputy head of the school. He's still there. Legend. That guy, Mr. Plowman, was so awesome. But yeah. he was he was one of those silent, terrifying people. Yep. I remember in like year 11, so like first year of sixth form or 12, I had my phone out in the hallway. I was just walking through, I think it was like between uh, uh, maths and English department. And he just clocked me and I, he, I clocked him and I was like, oh no. And he just walked up to me so calmly and quietly. You know those, like, not in a bad way to him, I loved it. He was a cool guy, but it was like a serial killer moment. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And he just looks at me and he leans in and is like, I've got that exact same phone. I was like, okay. It's like, but I keep mine in my pocket. And I was like, okay. He was like, right. Okay. And I just put it back in my pocket. I was like, oh my God, it's going to (laughs) happen. What a legend. No, he was, he was, it was awesome. But uh, yeah, terrifying for me. And he could play piano like incredibly well. He was really cool. He was really, really sick. He was one of those teachers that, you know, he had a lot. Everyone, all the kids respected him, which is why no one really fucked with him. And everyone listened to what he would say. Which maybe why he's still fucking there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So a quick Google, and the last Ofsted inspection for Kingsbead was rated good. And when we were there, it was frequently outstanding school. Because and we were there, we were it was there. our year, dude. I'm <laughs> telling you, we ran that fucking school. Hundred and ten percent. You were just saying, Sirhan, about um, um, like inter-school fights and things like that. I feel like that really died down as we progressed to those that, like, through puberty, I guess, to those, yeah. to those ages. I don't think. I yeah. think that kind of stopped happening once we got to like year nine, year ten. Because 100%, yeah, 100%. I mean, I remember maybe like us fighting with the other side of the year. I remember a football match when we all started to fight. I'll never forget that one because I was in the middle of it. Do you remember when I think it was Dane, some of the other guys was on the AstroTurf having like a, a fight, a, a football match, and it turned into a fight. And I remember it was me and someone else surrounding someone on the floor because they were getting kicked. So I'm holding on with this guy, trying not to get... And every, but everyone's jumped on. The security's jumped in. The teachers jumped in to pull us apart. I got punched in the back of the head. My pocket got ripped off. And it was me and you, Chaz, in our science class. Uh, and we sat there and we were like, Everyone was just battered and we just had to like breathe it out. And it's like probably like year nine-ish towards year 10. What side of the year was hooligans, man? No, I don't remember that. I mean, I'll be honest, I must have got punched in the head or something. I don't don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember it. I remember Who was that? Do you remember the science class? I think it was either Miss Richardson. I think it was Miss Richardson. But you, do you remember the girl that we used to sit next to and she went to the military? Kimberly. Kim. Kimberly. Right, Kim. Love that Kim girl. Swan. It was me, you and her. Oh. We used to sit next to each other um, in that science class. It was that particular class. That, and that was the class that we were a bit bloodied and bruised. Do you know what? That is, that happened because everyone was kicking off because um, the year above were leaving. And this is when me and Fraser were on the field because I won on the AstroTurf because another fight was going on. And that was between, I'm guessing that's what happened with you guys. Um, but me and Fraser were fighting off at the time, the year that. 10s. Mm-hmm. And we got rushed. Like there was like 20, 30 of them and they came in with legs first. But I remember me and Fraser didn't go down. Like we stayed up and we put a few of them down. Like it was, I'm not gonna lie, in my head, 
scene from the matrix <laughs> in my head i was, was such bad timing that we just happened to be out there on the field instead of over by the tree and then yeah. saw us and just started running for some reason no idea what was going on fun though yeah yeah, but I think <laughs> I think as Fraser said, he was right. As the older years started to fade out, because I remember in year seven, terrified of the older kids, terrified of them. By the time I got to sixth form, or, or even like year 10, 11, that pa- that position of power, like now I'm back at the top of the hierarchy. Year seven was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, what are you looking at, bro? You could do something. I'm like, you know, you little shit. If I slap you right now, I am the one that goes down, not you. And I swear to God, I am so close to it. And I <laughs> so became true. that old man mentality of, Back in my day, we had fear and respect. And now, <laughs> look at you. It's because we didn't invoke it on them, mate. That's the problem. We didn't pass down because the they tradition didn't, they of being dicks. We were man. too nice. And then they were just dicks to us. And it was like, oh, we've been picked dicks. on twice. But, but <laughs> because we were doing stuff in our own way between all of us, like playing our pat ball games, making our videos. If you remember, Chaz, I remember leaving school and the younger years, but like, yeah, let's go out and play pat ball. Pat ball is not a game. It's like basically playing squash but with your hands on a tennis ball guys by the way for whoever's listening but we made it legendary and people started to pick up this game that was just random so i was like we had a positive impact um, the brought- mm. and there wasn't, there wasn't many it. people yeah there wasn't many yeah. people playing pebble in the school before we started playing. and we had like three different areas in the school that we'll go to because we'll do it in one area and the music or math teacher will be like get off stop smacking the ball against my wall and i'm like all right cool go to the next one PE teacher come like you know you shouldn't be on the premises at this time let's fucking go to another one to this day if if i see a good brick wall and i'm like that's a good paddle spot man (laughs) same (laughs) same we used to play in chris's drive and his drive is narrow and i'm talking about three or four of us squished up in that like pat Pat, like, oh my god, dragon! I, yeah, that was it. Dragon, dragon. Yeah. Tyrell got involved. No <laughs> one wanted to go after when Tyrell got involved, and you just heard dragon. He would Get hit the, the ball so fast and so low. Yeah, there would be no. Nice. Danny introduced a bit more mind games and trick technique. shots. Yeah, Danny was technique. I, I introduced self pain because I would miss the ball. Just you were lucky my- to have knuckles by the end of that fucking year. I'll be honest. The amount of times you went to hit that ball and your knuckles just dragged. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. Like the sound of it was so it was horrible. Grabbing. And then you'd just sit down in pain for a bit and we'd be like, Sam, why do you keep playing? <laughs> why do you keep playing? <laughs> just sit there and referee. I, w- I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have I remember fun. remember falling over a few bins a couple of times we played. It was on near the PE rooms. There's like a bin there. I frequently remember you running into the bin. I am not surprised. I'm surprised that we didn't just move the bin. No, uh, we probably hit nearer the bin. <laughs> yeah, probably actually. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, okay. So like, just going back to this real quick. Different different clicks that we had in school. What kind of click do you think we were by the time that we ended school? Because if you have like the main kind of the football lot, and then like the geeky lot. But what would you class the click, our click that we had, our group of mates, our seven, eight of us that they were? What we what? were ahead of the game. We were diversity in a group Absolutely. because we were the guys that could go and hang out with certain clicker girls or clicker guys or the football group or the nerd group and all of this. And that's why I felt most at home because I didn't really settle into any of the groups i wasn't even with the outcasts because i just didn't feel like them either so finding you guys was the best middle ground 
and we could touch every one of us had a connection in a different clique in a different group and we were like a core group that's why we didn't have to define ourselves by what we did it was more like who we are what we bring and if we're going to play uno we're going to make it look good if we're going to do patball make videos we weren't shy because we had each other and just to kind of get a little reflex so uh, there was a, a couple of restaurants and cinemas and stuff outside of our school that was the reason i chose kingsby i was like there's a pizza hut there's an outback there's a cinema world there's a gym and a swimming pool i want to go there but um i was your old in- child I know. I was ready, man. But, uh, you wanted a gym. <laughs> I didn't want a gym. I didn't want a gym. I, I, I like swimming. I like swimming. But um, I, I worked in TGIs after many, many years of that school. So I worked across the road from that school. So I bumped into a heck of a lot of teachers. And I bumped into a heck of a lot of students. And I would even see the old school cliques of other groups and be like, oh, you, girls, guys, you're still hanging out. And they're like, no, you know, we haven't seen each other in four or five years. And whether it be the teachers or other students and stuff, they'll be like, oh, hi. And depending on who they knew more, they'll be like, how's Rick? How's Charlie? How's Fraze? Uh, how's Vin? How is the group? How are you boys? And I'm like, it's always the same. Oh, we're good. We always talk. We never stop. I just saw some of them last week. I'm going to see them. And they all said the same thing of, we're not surprised. None of them were ever surprised to say, oh, like you guys w- w- kept on talking. Like, yeah, the, everyone was always like, I expected it. I knew it of you guys because that's what you guys brought to the table as people. It's like he it's um, like just said, like he just called us. We were the group. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, we, we, we get better. You don't get more diverse. We we cover each other's weaknesses. We strengthen each other. Um, yeah. And yeah, we bring girls into the into the group. We touch different uh, different picks, like the football lot and the nerdy lot, and whatever anyone was into, you know different music types yeah i don't think we yeah. have boundaries you know so. no and i think one thing i remember apart from uh, 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 the plethora of things that you said phrase was one thing that i loved was everyone brought one genre of music with them at least like i got introduced <laughs> to music i would have never listened to if it weren't for you guys and it was vice versa um and you know, music is everything. Music is like your whole character in a bottle, especially at that time. And I still listen to that type of music to this day. It's changed me forever just by having met you guys. And I think that's why my family and my parents really supported that friendship because they were like, you want your children to be around good people, good influence. So my parents were like, they want to come. They want to eat. Oh, we're going to a wedding. You want to bring them back around. You want to play FIFA and have pizza. Here's 20 pounds. Please do. I support this. Yeah. Sorry, I, I really took the show of that. Sorry, guys, you explained the click part. <laughs> no, mate, uh, you both hit it dead on. I mean, I don't, we were the group that weren't, like, popular, um, but everyone knew us. You know what I mean? Like, I, we wouldn't be considered, like, the the popular crew, but we were friends with everyone. One person in our group knew someone, you know, and I think we covered pretty much all the year, definitely. And I think above and below as well, I mean, definitely playing football in the back playground. I was always yeah. the kid with infinite footballs. Because my uncle yeah. was a caretaker, so he'd just get the footballs off the roof. And every morning, I got to school like five in the morning to play football, and so I'd get a football every day. And then I just made so many friends, like so many people in years below, years above, and yeah, just pretty much everyone in the year. There were people who was who had started getting to school at like five thirty-six just to play football with me. Like it was amazing. But yeah, you know, I think we all knew some. We all had a, a group like that, you know. Those one-off yeah. days where there happened to be no football. 
Those were, those were sad. No one days. Dark days. Dark days. <laughs> just to um, give a bit more of a background to the lads. This is not going to necessarily define us, but it just informs it because we're on a podcast. Of, when, when I say diverse, we were even culturally diverse. Not just in our interests and personalities or socioeconomic backgrounds and all that jazz. I'm talking with everything from Asian to Caribbeans uh, to English, Irish, Turkish. Marish. And even within those... Mauritian, but Mauritian is Asian or Caribbean. I know, I know. Okay, Mauritian, Indian. If I need to be specific, but we all look different. And don't get me wrong, not to be stereotypical, with the groups of people, they kind of reflect and resembled each other. So there was the, not even a girl group, like the blonde and blue eyes girl group. You know what I mean? There was that particular vibe or there was the, I don't know, like the the, the football guys and they all kind of physically looked the same, like the, we even looked and felt different in that regard. And we brought differences even in that, even our sort of cultural upbringing. They rarely really clashed, right? They were, they were always complementary, I would say. Yeah, yeah. We really learned to respect it rather than just sort of ignore it for the sake of getting on. We're like, oh, you do it this way. All right, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, I, I like that. Or I'm not used to that. Mm. Yeah. We're you know very what's open. Really strange um, that I come across in my last job, right? So another thing that we would have had to respect, like you're saying culturally, is like when people are fasting and things like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I had one guy in my last job who was who was fasting, um, and a lot of the people that I worked with, they lived down in like southwest of London, that kind of mm-hmm. area, yeah. and and I was like, oh yeah, this. This guy, he might need to do less hours or he might he might need to not do a couple of jobs because he's fasting. And they were like, what's fasting? I was like, are you serious? Like, you haven't come across yeah. that from anyone at all. Um, so, yeah, it's just those things that we would have had to be mindful of because we've come into contact with so many different cult- cultures and, and things like that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, really 100%. Yeah, I haven't really thought of it like that before. Yeah, I think... Being around it, around you guys for so long and knowing the different things that I do, when someone else says it, it's like, okay, yeah, I know what that is. I don't really have to question it, which is kind of weird. Like, I yeah. kind of take it for granted in a way. But now, now that you said it, that's probably why, because, you know, I've spent so many years around so many different other people. You've just kind of grown accustomed to it, especially living in London, which is already kind of very multicultural. Mm. And it's kind of on mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm constantly like uh, saying how blessed I am that I had such a, a multicultural like upbringing because like there isn't an inch of racism in my bones you know I don't I take every single person as they come and, and it's such a an obvious lesson to learn but honestly being a white person and growing up around other white people who feel comfort like comfortable to say racist things to you because they you're a white person the amount of times it actually hurts because I'm like one of my best friends is you know that that you're talking about and you know like and people honestly they do it all the time it's such a and obviously it's more of an, an age gap thing but yeah. definitely like you know there are uncles and aunties who have said things to me and i'm like it hurts so much because i love you guys and i love you know so many different people who we went to school with and that who were like somalian and african and jamaican and whatever and then you've got someone who will just you know a white person will just happily drop the n-word and stuff and it's i'm constantly reminded like i am so happy that i didn't grow up that way you know i'm so glad i was like in like just in the middle of a multicultural place yeah it's it's a constant reminder of how lucky i am 
Can I? No, no, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, let's just go on, Rick. You, no, you're the host. I will take this too far. Did you guys reckon that from year 11 or whatever, whenever you left sixth form, do you reckon, oh. reckon that we'd still be friends now after leaving sixth form or year 11 or whatever? For me, the test was uni because school made it easy to be around each other because it was circumstantial. We were in school. For me, it was like, right, we're all going off to uni. Some are staying home. Some are moving out. If we can still be friends through this, then nothing else will scare me. And because we all went off our own ways, and we do, we have moments where three to six months, six months to a year, we go off and do our own things. And nine out of ten, we end up dealing with a different section of the group closer to home. But uh, once we settle, you know, I mean, remember when Charlie moved to Luton for, for uni, um, once he settled, it was like, come down, see my house, let's go for parties, meet my new uni friends. And that immediate integration was there. And because we learned the lesson of adults and getting on with adult responsibilities of, oh, nothing's changed. Like I haven't spoken to Vidish in six months and I see him, nothing's changed. I haven't spoken to Danny in probably over a year. Had him on the potty a couple of weeks ago. Nothing's changed. And I'm like... He had a moustache. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he looks good though he looks quite sexy the beard looks sexy but um, oh, no yes yeah, because for me the uni uh, separation proved the point uh, that I, n- I don't have doubt in us ever again to be honest yeah that was, yeah. A, that was a tester um, you never know what's going to happen um, like, it was even it's, you, you consider it a lot less it was kind of more of a hindsight thing but going from primary to secondary uh, and going to different schools from the friends you made there um, but then, yeah, obviously losing that common ground of your secondary school or sixth form. Um, yeah, with the other things you've got to consider about, you know, what what course we want to do at uni or what job we're going to want to go get. Um, it kind of it, it kind of takes a back seat and then we come back to it. And like you say, you know, we meet up, nothing's changed. Yeah. And, and, and keep it, in mind, it disappears, yeah. I would say that after school, we all went in very different directions. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm sure there were some similarities, but we was really like, I mean, I went through a year or so of uni, flunked out. Well, the course got cancelled, but I was already wanting to leave. And I went to college. Some of you went into full-time uni. Some of you went into full-time work. I mean, I remember the uni stage of just getting to the door of uni, grabbing the handle, be like, eh, can't be fucking bothered. And then ringing Rikesh and be like, you bunked as well. Yeah, right. Let's go Camden. And then I, <laughs> we would go Camden for about three days of the week. So for three months, I went on and off to uni. And then for the last three months when I knew I'd left, I didn't tell my parents. So for five days a week, I would get my bag <laughs> and go to uni, but not go and go to Camden and meet Rikesh. So there were, you guys were always laced within my experience, even a uh, failure or success but uh yeah we went in very different directions and it still proved to be like common ground we all we were each other's common ground that's that's the dog by the way not one of the boys yeah sorry if you can hear him he's just <laughs> like whingy. i literally got home from he work sounded, went straight on here so he's, he's he like Dad. <laughs> it's my it's my dog's birthday tomorrow oh, oh he's It'll be two. No. Ah. Less. Well, right, do, you reckon, do you reckon, do you reckon we'd, we'd be friends after school? Yeah. You, th- you thought you did? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean to be fair, like me, like us, us, us four are quite tight because um, we we stayed in contact a little bit more. Like we met up and and uh, went to Sahans and stuff a bit more. But realistically, I think if I if we didn't do that, um, our relationships would probably just be the same as like mine and Ty and mine and Vids. We don't see each other all the time, but there's no love lost. Like you know, as Sahan said, we we can meet up in two years and it'll be like, hey, you know, you know, straight away how you been and still love each other you know yeah so, yeah i don't think we ever want to stop talking you guys are a bunch of creatives as well which is something that i'm instantly drawn to as a you know as a person anyway so like you know uh Sahan and rick kind of brought out the uh well actually do you know what even fraser was in the music room on drums and shit you know what i mean it wasn't oh, yeah, it wasn't just us but i mean we well, obviously we formed the band and that but then fraser was so creative in you know like product design and even in filming shit and, you know, coming up with ideas for like the chosen videos and stuff, it was always just, you know, let's do something. Let's, let's do something that we yeah, can, yeah. you know, show people. And yeah, that, I, I think I was always, I always had you guys as mates for life pretty much from the, from the first time we started making shit. Yeah. I think that's another branch that we should kind of touch on is the fact that, I mean, at least for me personally, I always wanted to play the guitar. Um, one of the teachers offered a free class. Me and Rikesh were in sixth form together in our same class. And it was like, let's go. And we would go to the music room to pick up the guitar. Teacher came in for one lesson and then never showed up again. And so me and Rick would continue going back. And that's where I learned to play the guitar. Rikesh was a bit more already on it. Charlie was already on it. We all came together with Fraser as well on the drums, in the music room, stealing guitars to run around other parts of the school playing the guitar, developing that. And then on the outside, me, Charlie and Rick and some other boys created uh, our band. Um, and we kind of went through that experience. So even that was sort of an external extension of that friendship. But as Charlie said, even if we weren't the best at something or specialists in something, if Charlie knew something I didn't, we were always motivators and supporters of each other because we were excited to be around each other. We had that inner kid to be like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool. I don't get it. I don't know how I can help. But my God, man, I'll be there and do what I can do. And that has never changed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. That's fair. That's fair. Plus, you're all sexy motherfuckers. Oh, that's also true. That too. Oh, no, we're running out of time again. Oh, Rick, I feel like we've uh, we've just chatted shit throughout the whole fucking body. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's just kind of why I, I kind of wanted it to go this way anyway. So it's, it's fine. Just to end it off, though, I'm going to read the book. I'm going to read the I'll book. I'll do it. When we left year 11, this would have been, we all got given Lever's books. And then, you know, you give them to your friends or whatever, they'd all sign the book and leave little nice little messages and everything. So I thought it would be fun to go on this podcast and I'll read back some of the messages that you guys... I, Except I for Fraser, because Fraser was a bit of a fucking slut and didn't sign my fucking book. <gasps> Betrayal! Fraser. Oh, mate! It wouldn't have been the case that he gave me the book. No, no, I don't want to hear the excuses now, Fraser. It's too but late. you know what? I bet if we could have a flashback, it's not Fraser. I bet Fraser was like, let me write in your book. Rikesh was like, nah. Nah, fuck finger, you, man. No, was. let me yeah, really <laughs> give him a little finger. And we're like <laughs> hounding Fraser like he's the... <laughs> Fraser's the victim. I don't do that. I don't do that. Rikesh, you are in his this is from Charlie, right? Ricks, dude, you're such a nice fella. You're a proper nice star in drama, and you're actually an amazing guy to jam with. I am very good at these things, but I want you to never change because you're great. All my loves and luck, and you signed it, the legend, Chaz. 
Oh no. Oh man. The ego. The ego. <laughs> Black, I think. Black Fuck, get the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was different colours every day of the week. Do you, still have, do you still have Fraser's dreadlock, by the way, Chaz? It is in my box of things uh, that my mum has. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. It might have grown into more. It might have. There might be a life duplicate of Fraser running around. Ah, oh, Fraser shit. lost. A you did say don't get it wet, don't feed it after midnight, and I did all those things. Um. <laughs> Good gremlin. <laughs> Uh, it's a guy love. This is so. This is so. Sirhan's fucking actually signed my book twice. Yes, that's yes. Right. twice. <laughs> and he's, he's put on the second message. P.S. Turn two times to see message number one with a winky little tongue out face. Classic Sirhan. <laughs> this is Always fill me. Hey Ricky, man from Gallia to Kingsmead, you're too much of a joker. You're such a good mate, trustworthy, cool, and funny. Everyone in this book has said I'm funny, by the way. So fuck all of you. So I hope you see I hope you see you in six form and good luck for the future. Love you, man. P.S. Galliard love. Galliard love. We really Galliard love. This be, book is so not, cringy. To not be PG, we sucked each other's dicks. Like, oh, like we I mean, really just I love you. You're so nice. Right now, our best uh, love would be like you love from. Yeah. And that would be it. And they'll be like, yeah. oh, just that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Where's, oh yeah, you said Fraser didn't have a message. Oh, mate. Yeah, Fraser fucking <laughs> betrayal. To write you one now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. Oh, go on. I, I, I want to hear yours. I want to hear your words. Yeah, I was just, I was just looking. I don't think you signed mine either. You must have. Oh, you no. didn't sign mine, Fraser. That's why. Something's mate. happened. Just doing cross paths, mate. <laughs> Sahan's one is long. <laughs> Sahan's one is that's all of Sahan. <laughs> I'll sum it up. I love you. I will always love you. No woman will ever be as good as you. And I want you inside me at all times. Essentially, is what I said. That was a summary. I think that's more like literally nothing has changed. The nothing message changed. behind it. All. No, I still don't want it. I will always be with you, Charlie, during sex. I want him closer. I don't want him to be closer <laughs> to Jay. Oh, no. Rikesh, I tried reading your one earlier. And, um, his handwriting man back in the day yeah, it's fucking awful, awful mate it's, it's, Again, uh, what I've got is ain't got a clue how long I've known you I think it's probs only and then it looks like you've said I oh, know bin it's only bin <laughs> dig year 6t <laughs> I got a poo memory <laughs> that's all it says <laughs> yeah that sounds like that right that sounds something, more something, like... something, take care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Where's Fraser? Fraser must have wrote me one, I'm sure. Must have. Just uh, for the listeners, I, I don't have my book because I've moved away from home um, and I didn't... Uh, I don't know where to find it, so... Uh, <laughs> Fraser says, I'm his best friend here, just so you know. Oh, that's it's official. He it gave you his dreadlock, official. we know. It says, you're like my best friend here because I can talk to you about anything. Uh, Me and Fraser uh, were uh, tight, uh, mate. No, Me and Fraser, words, well, you still are. I mean, that doesn't sound words, like the same word. Like, <laughs> like a best friend. You're not a best friend. Like, like a best friend. Yeah, like. but I think you're all like my best friend. You know what I mean? I don't have... A best no, friend. No, 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 no,
you know, I like you, but like a best friend. They're like, oh, but not like, 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 just kind of like. It's hard. Like it, it would have been hard to choose, but yeah. Oh, hundred. It's, it's, it would be hard to choose now. Like it's it's so tight. Yeah. I mean, Fraser. I mean, uh, <laughs> Sahan is my best man, so I did kind of pick. But boop, you know. boop. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's luck of the draw. The first person to write my book was Vidash. I guess that's yeah. A lot of the first people were in my form, so it makes sense. Mm. Um, well, a lot of girls were in my book. Yeah, same. I had I found one that really made me laugh. <laughs> I won't say any names, but it was like the the side hustle, <laughs> and it was cringy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you you signed my one as uh, the legend Chaz as well. For a little oh, bit of that. Okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> Redeems it. Sonic Fraser, ah, you have no idea how much I love you, man. You're one of my best friends. You're oh, so Nancy. unbelievably random, but it's great. Someday we will have we will get married and have kids. <laughs> wow! Wow, well, Sam. Uh, no, did Charlie wow. say that to Fraser? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> behind my back I gave you my life love and soul in your book and you're like oh I love you wait was I the side hustle is that who you're talking about yes <laughs> that is who I was talking about and Sirhan and it was so cringy oh here he is yeah to phrase my Jamaican friend lol <laughs> have a nice one man and keep on being cool from Sirhan lol <laughs> yes lol do the move lol you do the move Oh, oh fuck it up. Just one of your annoying little quips, though, I bet. <laughs> Fraser, oh, shit, I don't Rickets. do, I, I don't do annoying quips. I live. I just am annoying. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have my book anyway. So, um, yeah, Fraser, if you want to read, I know you've read both of them. Um, Rick, how um, you doing for time? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. 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 I'm like stuck. I'm, I'm logged on a problem anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we got like two minutes left. Okay. So. Let's. Any any surprising I mean... ones? Any surprising signings? Surprising. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like random out there ones. I got this Go Show. <sighs> oh yeah, I think we. I remember getting some teachers ones. <clears throat> Miss Miss Shard Smith. Mm-hmm. I had one for Miss Sherrod Smith, and she was like, who was our science teacher? And she was like, teaching you without Christian Byrne this year has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> you can Christian. hear the sarcasm. <laughs> Christian was a fucking idiot. He was great. Christian was funny, man. He, he was, was so funny. So jokes. He was so jokes. I got a five-page essay from Charlie Thompson. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I want to just throw out some stuff because I didn't have anything to read in my book. So uh, old school memories of Chaz. Saturdays, me and you would go to Kingsmead. Uh, I would go with Videsh to do product design class, extra credit. or not extra credit, extra hours work. And me and Charlie afterwards would tidy up after the car boot sale. Every week, Charlie would get paid £20. We'd have a laugh tidying up and throwing all the stuff away in the main bins. And then we'd go to Pizza Hut and Charlie would buy me a pizza every Saturday. Oh, we both paid for it. We what both worked. Yeah, but it was your job. I just jumped out and helped you. Uh, Rikesh, do you remember the room? 
I do remember the room with Miss Charles. The room, yes, yeah. was amazing. I, and Fraser, I I can't remember anything else, but you, I, I love you. <laughs> was the room a sexual thing? I mean, I'm a bit no, intrigued. no, no, no. no. <laughs> we sounded we it. We used to get threatened to be changed classes to the other BCS class, and Miss Charles was just always really funny about it. She'd be like, you know, if you mess up, you're going to go to the room. And it would just always be this sort of like insinuation of like, okay, Miss, all right, I'm sorry. She'd be like, no, but the room has aircon. The room has Wi-Fi. We're like, no. So, yeah, I think we can pretty much say that um, there's no getting rid of us. Um, Basically, definitely, definitely there is so much more to say and i'm be more than happy to get a lot more of the lads on uh, i could do an entire podcast just on portugal alone yeah. i literally wrote that like yeah. portugal could easily have its own podcast and i'm no sure way. we will but we shall always hide each other's secrets <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago now i think there's a uh what's it a statute of limitations on this shit so <laughs> i remember coming home and being like this is the photo album i show friends and uh, show my family and this is the photo album that i only show the boys that were there and that's yeah. it that's it yeah but uh, yeah, yeah okay so yeah yeah so i mean that, that that was it guys i mean didn't have much else go on a little bit of a chat about us um a bit about king's beat that was it that was it it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure taking it a trip down been. memory lane mate it's, it uh, it's been nice i hope the listeners have enjoyed it <laughs> Look, it's uh it's secondary school we spoke of friendships we spoke of us and that was the for me the highlight but in reality and i'm sure that for everyone else secondary school was the basis of some of my best memories and some of my worst uh it's that weird awkward combination of experiences yeah. that you're still trying to discover yourself and everyone's trying to figure themselves out uh, and you want to look a certain way and it's, it's that weird sort of contrast of let me try and fit in into this animal zoo fucking kingdom of school and let me try and be a bit like the things that are socially accepted and hide what makes me different and then as you get older you're like oh what makes me different is like my superpower in the real world and I really want to focus on that more now yeah. so uh, I'm glad I had you guys to never lose what made me different and gave me the confidence to always just be me. I think I think it was a good time as well, like the time a time period, like that set amount of years that we spent growing up. I think we had it. We probably had it better than some of the previous years coming through, as well mm-hmm. as some of the later years that would have been going through, like now. Because I think they they changed they changed up again like the grading system and stuff like that and then obviously there was COVID like my little brother started secondary school when COVID first hit. Um, oh no! So that yeah, I think that can really sort of that can really affect the way you approach school life as well as develop through school life things like that. So I think we yeah, we, we we got to go through a, a really good time. Mm-hmm. yeah i think the scariest yeah. thing we had was 2012 the world's gonna end and i went to bed fucking scared i like that movie but uh yeah so i think that's pretty much everything for now yeah, yeah. there's so much more to say but yeah there's only so much time someone would listen <laughs> <laughs> another time maybe yeah. yeah i'm sure there can be some part twos and threes sometime in the future sure, definitely yeah for sure right. you want to outro us rick 
thank you for listening boys girls ladies gentlemen uh this was red jackson with me rick me charlie me fraser and me so i have Bum 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 b